Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Better Together podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Anne. And we are so excited because it's launch day for this podcast. Woo-hoo! I can't believe it's finally here. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. So we are ready to dive in today and just hear your heart about this podcast and why you want to do it and all the things podcast. But first of all, for those of you that don't know her, let me introduce you to my friend, Pastor Tony Ligaris. She is married and has three children, Alex, Allie, and Mookie. Mm-hmm. Along with her husband, Michael, they pastor the Victory Christian Center Warren campus. She oversees sisterhood and all things prayer. She is the author of the blog, Tea with Tony, and has written a 28-day devotional, Love the Lost. Hi, my friend. Hi. I am so excited. This is amazing. So much fun. This is so much fun. So before every podcast, Mm -hmm. we like to ask three questions. Oh, tell me the questions. So we have to do that with you like we're going to do with all our guests. Okay. So tell me what you are reading right now. I'm reading a couple different books. I'm reading Smith Wigglesworth on Manifesting the Power of God. Nice. And I am reading Reese Howell's Intercessor. For the how manyth time? Oh, every year. I read it every year. That's amazing. Yeah. Great. So tell me what's your go-to comfort food while you're sitting reading that book. What are you munching on? I'm munching on chocolate. No, usually cucumbers is what I munch on, but my go-to comfort food, if I want comfort, is definitely chocolate. It's chocolate. Oh, all forms of chocolate. No particular kind. I've never met a chocolate I didn't like. I love that. That's so good. And tell me, what is something you can't live without and you can't say Jesus or your husband or your children? My slippers. Your slippers? I wear them from the time I get up in the morning till the time I go to bed. I don't like cold feet and I don't like to step on crummy floors, which mine usually are. So slippers. Slippers. Do you have one pair? Are they old and broken in or do you buy a new one every year? I get new ones every year. I love that. Yep. That's amazing. Well, we are so excited to talk about um, this podcast, Better Together, and I know this has been on your heart for a long time, so share with everyone why you wanted to do a podcast and why you felt it was important. Okay, I've wanted to do this for a very long time, you are correct, at least a year, if not more, and um, it seems like we get a lot of women that connect to our retreats and our occasional events, but to connect weekly Uh, we don't get as many women that connect. And so instead of waiting for them to come to us here at the church, I thought it would be good to go to them and connect with them right where they are, in their homes, in their cars, via the podcast. That's excellent. I love that. Um, So uh, let's talk a little bit about you and uh, how you've gotten to this place. What was your come to Jesus journey? How did that start? My come to Jesus journey? Well, I grew up in church at First Assembly of God Church until I was probably in the fourth or fifth grade. And then through various circumstances and uh, home life issues and that kind of thing, I backslid. And then when I was 20, Uh, My aunt had been inviting me all along to church every week for years, praying for me for years. And my answer was always, no, 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 thank you. No, 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 no. And then she invited me to come to a church picnic with her. It was kind of a trick because she said she didn't want to go to the picnic alone. However, looking back, she wouldn't have been alone because she knew everybody at the church. (laughs) But uh, I went to this church picnic and it just felt 
comfortable and it felt like home and there was no preaching, there was no music, nobody even talked to me about the Lord or tried to get me saved, I'm air quoting, but um, it just felt right and it reminded me of, of the God I knew from when I was little and I went home from that church picnic and in my bedroom I just yielded my heart back to God and I've been running after him ever since. That's amazing. Yep, 30 years this year. 30 years. Yep. That's incredible. I think I'm 20 this year. So that's You're a, so young. That's very good. Yeah, I still have a lot to learn. It's so good. No wrinkles um, either. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we do a podcast. We would look like if we could see our spiritual face, like when we have wrinkles, when right? we have gray hair. Oh okay. my goodness. I digress. All right. Um, so, and, uh, so your journey from, from there, you went to Bible college. Yep. I went within a year. I found myself at at Bible school at Raymond Bible training center. And after being there for two years, I graduated and then I worked at the ministry and felt called to come back to Warren. So begrudgingly I did because I really wanted to stay out there and stay a part of the ministry, but felt to follow the call of God back here, met my husband, got married. Then he went out there for two years after he graduated from Central Bible College, he went to Rama, and then we moved back here after that. That's awesome. Wow. And have been here ever since. Even though we tried to get out a few times, God just really has had us planted here. Yeah. And now we wouldn't move if you paid us. We love yeah. it here. Absolutely. There's so many great things going on oh, in yeah. Warren, Ohio. We're oh, so excited. So much. And that's like a whole nother podcast. A whole nother podcast. Incredible. <laughs> so I know in a lot of your um time during Bible college and in jobs in that area, you really dove into prayer, didn't you? I did. Prayer is one of my favorite subjects to study in the Word. It's one of my favorite things to do. In fact, um, when I first gave my heart back to God in 1990, I I dove into the word and I, I, I literally dove into the word. I couldn't stop reading it. I couldn't stop listening to teachings from church. And um, I found some things on prayer in there. And so I, I distinctly remember in my, the beginning of my journey, sitting on my bed in my room, talking out loud to nobody like there's nobody else in the room, which felt very strange to me because, you know, we're so accustomed to our senses. Yeah. And uh, usually if you see someone talking to yourself, you'd think they're crazy. So here I am sitting in my room talking to myself going, God, I, I, I feel a little awkward and this feels a little odd, but your word says that this is productive and that you're here. And so I'm just going to talk to you like you were here. And that started my prayer journey. That's amazing. Yeah. So it didn't start with this, you know, oh, though my holy God and all your glory and all these things that we need to do so um, religious. It was just a conversation. It was legit just a conversation uh, and awkward at first. So if you feel awkward in your prayer life because you're just starting, you're normal. But um, it didn't take long of doing that every day to grow into a comfortableness with the Lord. Now, did you have anybody in your life at that time that you felt was like a prayer mentor, somebody who like helped you with your prayer life? Not necessarily a prayer mentor at that point, but I did have a mentor. I had my aunt Diane in my life and anytime I had questions or she saw something that maybe needed a little tweaking, 
That's what mentors do. It's mm-hmm. not just about the good. They, they bring some correction, too. Um, she, I mean, immediately she was telling me about tithing and about reading the Word every day and all the, all the disciplines that a disciple of Christ should have. And uh, prayer was in there, but it was just part of the whole. I would say it was probably at Rama that I got more immersed into my prayer my prayer life uh, through a friend and mentor named Patsy Caminetti. She was one of my instructor instructors. She also led prayer school and just hearing her story, learning the truths from her and different instructors at school and then going to prayer school and watching Brother Hagen pray and listening to him and Patsy and different ones pray and then and then Doing it myself with them is what kind of really launched me into loving prayer. Yeah. So it sounds like anything else you would learn, prayer takes study, right? Oh, anything that you're going to learn is going to take study. Nobody uh, is born again knowing all the things about prayer or finances or discipleship or anything. Anything that we do in God, we're going to have to study what his word has to say about it. Yeah. And so how does your prayer life look different now from it did back when you first started praying? Oh, I have learned so much um, just on the different kinds of prayer and the different um, seasons of prayer that I've walked in. And uh, back then I was single and I had no kids. So I had all the time in the world to just sit and pray and just spend hours in prayer and in study and then as, as I got married, that time was less, but still prevalent. And then, of course, as I had three kids in three years, I had no time. <laughs> so then I had to learn all over again what a relationship looked like. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so I know that journaling is something that you're very, very passionate about, as I'm sure many of our listeners are. So tell me a little bit about how... Because I would think journaling and prayer kind of would go hand in hand a little bit, no? They kind of do, but I, my journal is not just a prayer journal. I do journal some of what I pray. Uh, I, I journal my prayers as far as if it's something out of the ordinary. And by that, I mean if I feel like God put something specifically on my heart to pray that wasn't just a word or a scripture. It was something specific he wanted me to pray. And I would write those down so that when it happened, I could go back and write the date of when he answered that prayer. And it just really boosts your faith. But I journal more of my life in God and not just my prayer life. And so I keep my journal with me almost always. And especially now with your phone, it's easier. Because if I don't have my journal with me and I have a thought I want to journal, I'll say, hey, Siri, remind me. And then I'll say my thought and write it in my journal later. So it's more uh, as I'm reading the word in the morning, if something stands out in the word or I get some revelation or direction on something, it's just more of a journal of my life in God, probably more than a prayer journal. Yeah. But um, I didn't always journal. I probably started journaling when right after Bible school. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like my notes that I took in Bible school and all my notebooks from Bible school held everything a journal would hold anyway. So I didn't have separate journals from that time. Yeah, sure. So it was probably that makes right sense. after that. 
that, that I started sense. journaling. And it was sporadic at first, but it's pretty consistent now. Yeah, I, I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to bounce back to prayer just for a minute. Sure. Um, and for those of you listening, we have just completed four weeks of prayer on our Victory Nights, Wednesday night. So please uh, go back and listen to those podcasts. You can learn so much about prayer. Do you have a favorite type of prayer? They're all my favorite. So I see prayer, how much time do we have? We're good. I see prayer as uh, having two sides of the coin. So like a quarter has a heads and a tails to make it a functioning quarter. You can't Mm -hmm. spend a quarter that has two heads. Anyway, so two sides of that coin are there's a fellowship side and then there's a service side. So fellowship I see is the side where you're taking in of God and that's your quiet time where you're just abiding in him and and taking in of him. And then the service side of prayer is where you're giving out. That's where you're praying for people or you're praying the prayer of faith or you're doing First Timothy 2, 1 through 4 that says pray for your president, for your kings, for all who are in authority. Those I see are the service side of prayer, but that fellowship side of prayer, it feeds the service side of prayer. So you really can't have one without the other. Yeah. So, but there's all different kinds of prayer. Yeah. So listen back to the Wednesday night services from the month of February. And January. I think it started the, it started the middle January. of January. Yeah. You can find those on Victory Christian Center's Warren Campus podcast or our website, vccwarren.com. Yes. So make sure you check those out. So um, with all the years you've been journaling, that has led into, I know, some incredible writing, including the um, 28-day prayer devotional that you wrote. So tell me a little bit about your passion for writing. Okay. So yeah, journaling kind of fed my writing in 2013. So that was quite a while ago. I lost my job. I was a medical transcriptionist, and due to circumstances of closings, uh, I lost that job and didn't find another job right away, so I had a chunk of time, and I wanted to be productive in my time, Uh, so I had a lot of friends encouraging me, including my husband, to start a blog because I was doing little micro blogs and I was putting stuff up on Facebook and I had all these things in my journals. I remember. So I love to drink tea, love to drink tea, and I loved to write. And so I started a blog in 2013, it's called Tea with Tony. And I wrote every day, every day. Mm -hmm. I wrote a a blog every day until I got a job actually. And then it, it backed off a little bit. But um, I I feel like all of those years of writing in my journal prepared me to write that blog. And all those years, I really just wanted to help people. And I wanted people to have a love for the word and a love for God like I did. And so my prayer was that that is what would come out of my writing. So it started with the blog, and then it morphed into last year, I wrote the prayer devotional. It was my very first thing. Yay. And it was scary. And I hit writer's block so many times and it was hard to push through. But I did it with God's help and his grace and his unction and all of it. And we uh, actually put it in print and prayed through it together as a church last year and saw a lot of, of fruit from it with a harvest from the lost. 
I think one of the most interesting things about that prayer um, devotional that you wrote is I remember you reached out to several people to help you. I did. And like everybody said no or or didn't respond or just ignored you. Sure. I'm all about the team. I'm all about, it doesn't have to be all about me and we are better together. That Mm -hmm. was, it's not just something that we say around here. We really believe it. And we just, and we just ignored you. Yeah. It's not just about one person. And so I reached out to, to several people, him, you, and some others Mm -hmm. that I knew had a passion for the lost and to write and experience and ask them to help, help write the journal. And I got Nothing but crickets. Mm-hmm. So I just jumped in and wrote it myself. You did. And it was difficult, but I'm glad that I I'm glad that I did it like that now. It was a stretch for me, but I feel like it's preparing me for what he's calling me to do next, which is write a book. Which is is so exciting. And for all of us that know you. Exciting um, for you. It's scary, very exciting. <laughs> scary for me because yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, you can do it. You'll All right, I, I can do it. But I think, um, I just lost a thought, but that's okay. We'll come back around. Um, <laughs> it's circling like it an is. airplane it's waiting to land. It's circling. But I think, um, you know, you have to do those things that scare you, don't you? That make you, you nervous because that's how you trust God. And for someone like you who's 30 years in the Lord, who is, I mean, just an incredible prayer person, an incredible teacher, journaling, everything, you can get to the place where you kind of flatline. You can get very, very comfortable. Yeah. You can. And um, I actually, last year, I wrote a blog called Do It Afraid. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was leading into the word that he was giving me for a year. And now, I don't know if you do a word for the year. I do a word for the year, like starting in the fall. I kind of start to seek God's face about what does next, what is next mm-hmm. year going to hold? What is the focus? So I try to get a word um, for focus. So last year was deeper. And the word that he gave me this year was jump. And that was so scary to me because I know that means I'm going to have to do all the things that scare me. But it's kind of exciting, too, because in doing those things afraid and in doing those things that scare me, and even in writing that journal all by myself, that devotional, I came to know an aspect and and side of the Lord that I never would have if I didn't press into doing that afraid. Absolutely. Because he was there with me and the some of the revelation that he gave me and some of the unction that he gave me and just the and encouragement within myself that I got from him, I treasure that intimacy. It grew my intimacy with him even more. And so doing things afraid is worth it because you grow in God and closer to God like you never would before if you didn't. Yeah. So you really, in fact, did have a year of going deeper. I did. And I feel like I went deeper so that I can... I, I I would jump. I feel like if I didn't go deeper last year, that I would not have the boldness to jump this year. Yeah, for sure. Because I needed that strengthening of the foundation That's and that so deeper good. revelation in him and that deeper intimacy in him to have the boldness to say, I know he's going to catch me. Yeah. That's so good. Even if I fail, I know he's going to catch me. Yeah. So tell tell our listeners um, a little bit about what we can look forward to in the coming weeks and months and, and kind of the big picture of 
podcasts. Okay, the big picture of podcasts. And so, I don't know, we're doing this afraid. We're this jumping. is one of my jump things. I've wanted to do it for a long time, but it intimidated me. And um, so, we're ju- we just started it with... We have a minor plan, but no major plan. We're doing some interviews, and we have some of them already been done. Mm-hmm. And they're, I, the tissues that we've used at this table and yeah. just the anointing that has been on it and, and the wisdom that is flowing from these people, uh, get ready. Yeah. Because God's going to come invade your home through these podcasts and through the wisdom and the the anointing that these these women and these people of God are going to bring to you. It's going to be so good. And like we said in the intro, we are open to suggestions, topics that you ladies yes. would like to talk about, anything like that, right? Yeah, we're open to suggestions. We're going to do interviews with people. So if there's anyone in this realm of Ohio and and a ministry that you want to hear from, then put it in the comments on our Facebook page. You can find us at Sisterhood of Victory at Warren. And if there's any topics that you want us to tackle, any uh, Bible subjects that you're interested in, any questions that you have for us that you wouldn't ask somebody or your, anything that you'd like, might want to even ask the pastor, you know, that kind of thing. Go ahead and let us know what they are. We want to, we want to, to meet your needs and we want to connect with you where you need to, to grow and feel like you need to be discipled. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, um, everyone can connect with you. Give us your blog website. My blog website is twithtony.com. And they can find that there or on your face or on Facebook. Yep, it's on Facebook. It's Tea with Tony. And Instagram. It's also on Instagram as Tea with Tony. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram under Sisterhood. And on Facebook, it's Sisterhood of Victory at Warren. And I think on Instagram, it's Sisterhood VCC Warren. All one word. So um, we are really looking forward to spending this year with you. I want you to mark your calendar because in September, we're going to have a retreat. And it's going to be called the Breathe Retreat. Yes. It's September 17th, 18th, and 19th. And uh, Miss Ann Bosman is going to bring the fire of God down like she did last year. Wow. It was so good last year. It I was can't so impactful. Wait. And I can't tell you. And we've just gotten calls from someone at another church who wants to bring her ladies and her pastor's wives' friends of two or three other churches are interested in bringing their ladies. Wow. So it's getting bigger and bigger by the day. Yeah. And it's exciting what God's going to do there. So. So much fun. Yeah. That's so good. So we never end a podcast without asking this question. We're called to be better together. So who makes your life better because they're in it? Give them a shout out today. Besides my husband, because he would be my number one. Besides your husband. So besides my husband, I want to give a shout out to Jennifer Harper, who has been my best friend since 1996 when we met when uh, at Rama at Bible school. So Jennifer, you're always there to listen and to give such good advice. And I can't wait to see you in a couple weeks. All right. This has been so much fun. Are we done? We're done. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. That's awesome. (laughs) All right. So we've talked about all the things. We have. 
We've talked about all things podcast, all, all things, things journaling and prayer and writing. It's going to be so good. Yeah. So don't forget, we are better together. So make a point this week to connect with someone. Call a girlfriend and catch up. Go grab a cup of coffee with someone. Come hang out with us at Sisterhood or connect with the sisters at your local church. Sisterhood is Monday nights at 7 o'clock and Tuesday mornings at 10 o'clock. If you don't have a church, find a healthy Bible-believing church in your area and check it out. If you're in Warren, Boardman, Vienna, Liberty, Newcastle, New Wilmington, Columbiana, or Coitsville, we invite you to come hang out with us here at Victory Christian Center. You can check out our website, vcconechurch.com, to find out all of our locations and all of our information. Hey, thanks for listening, and we'll see you back again next week. And don't forget, we We are are better better together. together.